Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast. Uh, we're back to the normal intro. <laughs> I'm still sad that that's the normal intro. Uh, we got a great show for you this week. I am your host, Ken. I'll join with my co-host, CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. Uh, we talked about Antiques Roadshow this week, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, what an interesting show. Yeah. <laughs> that's been on for at least 20 seasons. If I don't see as, seem as high energy as I usually am... Uh, it's just matching the show. So, <laughs> uh, but CJ, did you do anything uh, fun this week? Speaking of shows, uh, yeah, I went to uh, a couple shows this week. Uh, saw Bad Bad Hats and Front Bottoms at the Metro. Uh, but the show I wanted to talk about was uh, Chris Farron at uh, Sub T for the local Chicagoans. Um, this guy knows how to put on a show. I'll tell you what. Did he put on a show? He did. Okay. And it was fantastic. So normally, so he's just a solo act. It's just usually, you know, you're used to somebody, them and like an acoustic guitar or something like that. This dude has this entire setup of like these 12 pedals and mixer boards and must have needed like 12 power outlets to plug all of his stuff in with his electric guitar Brings in his own, as he described it, uh, like wedding DJ laser lights. Uh, the show starts out with, you. we fade to black. And I mean that literally. They turned off the lights in the venue. They made it pitch black. Spooky. Yeah. So it's just like all his lights on his like mixer boards and his guitar and stuff like that. And he brings along a projector with him. Uh, the thing with this venue, though, he usually has he makes these videos and plays it behind him while he's performing. But the venue, uh, it's just a big mirror behind the stage, so you can't really project anything on that. So we had to put it on the wall next to him. Hmm. And so this is like he made this weird video slideshow thing that's playing uh, the entire time he's performing, and a lot of it is just his a, a like black and white portrait of himself. Hmm. But with the eyes, eye holes cut out, so you can see the background <laughs> image. It starts out with like just uh, a cloudy, sunny sky, and then you see his face kind of slowly move onto the screen uh, of just like a floating head. <laughs> it gets better, <laughs> and so and also because it's on the side wall uh, throughout the set, he occasionally just glanced over to see like where in the video it was at, and you can just see him like smile, like he's just. <laughs> He's very pleased with himself that he made this video. And so throughout the show, uh, at one point, that like projector video, it's a picture of his like laptop. You can see his desktop background and the floating head is like this. He posted a ton on uh, his social media. It's just a portrait of himself, like I said, black and white. The desktop of his laptop is just like 30 thumbnail images of that same portrait of just his head. And uh, at one point then, while doing the desktop background, he you see him pull up like a internet browser and he Googles himself and clicks on images <laughs> and he's just scrolling through images of himself Jesus. while like while he's played, like the songs are being performed, <laughs> he's singing along and then you just kind of keep glancing over to the video every now and then. Like I laughed out loud at several <laughs> points in the show. He's an amazing musician. He's also part of uh, this band Antarctica Vespucci. He ended his uh, set with a song from them, who I, I love very much. Um, at one point, too, he hopped up onto one of the PA speakers, so he was kind of level with the video. And while he was on top of that singing, the show went to a picture of like 
something along like buy my merch and then it was all the major credit cards that he accepted (laughs) the merch booth and he also brings along a he he (laughs) went out of his way to purchase like a 100 foot microphone cable so that at one point because he has all the background music playing he can just walk off stage and walk all the way to the back of the bar and like through venues i've seen him to the point where at certain venues he's gone outside <laughs> he wow. leaves the venue that's cool and continues to sing along the song he circles back around and ended up at my feet because this is a picture like a a sort of dive bar venue the stage is maybe six inches higher than the floor mm. so if you're standing right in front of the uh stage you can just kind of reach out and touch him like you're that did you close no i was i was like two or three people behind um, but he did, as he was circling back from the end of the bar, just went on the ground and still singing, started rolling around at my feet and things <laughs> oh, like that. Yeah. You've had dreams about that before, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was quite a performance. The He ended the set with um, the last song. Like I said, he has all the, the sounds playing in the background. He pulls his guitar over his head and is still playing with it like behind his head, but he has a tape. He's, he taped letters on the guitar that say "Hell yeah, baby," and then um, a uh, like applause erupts through the speaker, like pre-recorded oh <laughs> cheering and things like that. And uh, also at one point, he it was like um, at the end of a song, there's still things playing. That he went to the back of the stage and is like drinking water, and as he's drinking water, you hear his own voice over the speakers go, "Thank you." <laughs> and he's got like this. He has pre-recorded stage banter for these shows. <laughs> and then he also was like, uh, this is the pre-recording. He'd go like, I'm so happy to be here in. And then he would go up to the mic and go, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> With my buds, the opening bands are. And then like he says them <laughs> and things like that. It was amazing. I can't recommend seeing him enough. Nice. It was a very entertaining night. Remind me again who? Chris Farron. Chris Farron. If you want to laugh and listen to his music, he's appeared a couple times on the podcast Improv for Humans, ah. which so he plays live in the studio and then they do improv seasons based on his songs. We we saw Improv for Humans. Yes, we did. Humans. Yeah. Uh, we saw them live in Chicago. We got to run into the people before the show. Yeah, that was really, really cool. I got, uh, sh- not shoved, but... <laughs> Kind of boxed out by John Gabris himself, which was an honor. Yeah. That I was, was very excited about that. <laughs> that was really cool. We ran into them right before that. Yeah. Can't recommend that podcast enough, too. They're some funny people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Improper Humans, if you want to, you know, shout back to us, that's, <laughs> I'm not going to argue. Return the plug. Yeah. No big deal. Um, Speaking of podcasts, this is one. We're going to do it right after this break. <laughs> Stay tuned. Antiques Roadshow is unpacking even more treasures from our season 20 tour. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! Holy moly! Good old Aunt Elizabeth. Right now, in this special hour of Antiques Roadshow, junk in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, that's the episode we watched of Antiques Roadshow. The episode junk in the trunk. Not only junk in the trunk, junk in the trunk six. <laughs> There's been five other junk in the trunk episodes yeah. apparently. And uh, joining us to discuss Antiques Roadshow, we have a new guest, Frankie. Welcome, Frankie. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Uh, so, gotta ask, you were the one that brought up this idea that we should watch Antique Roadshow. Why Why Antiques Roadshow? <laughs> Don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I have no answer. Except that 
Have either of you seen it? No. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think so. So, but have you? Nobody's no. <laughs> nobody's ever seen it. So you just wanted, so where'd but, you pull that from? Like, what, where were you? Like, oh, Nancy Torch Show. That's yeah. that's the one I want to talk about. I had some junk in my trunk, and I was just like, <laughs> you did get rid of that junk yeah. in the trunk. This okay. is it. Did this, you have five other junks in your trunk? There's six. There's yeah. yeah there's this was the sixth. You junk. thought we all should just experience this new thing together? Yes. Yeah. I like it. A bonding yeah. moment. Yeah, no, we I definitely think so. Yeah, we definitely discovered uh, something interesting in the end of the show. Did that it's we? boring. That it's yeah, it's pretty pretty dry. Yeah, for the most part, they do little cuts of like they open the show. So has not seen it before. We had no idea what the format was. Besides, like obviously, they tell you how much the stuff is they worth. Appraise old antiques. Yeah, that's at some the point. Whole, that's basically the show. But the show opens with just little, like five second clips of like, here's the thing. It's worth this much. Here's another thing. It's worth this much. It was like, is this the entire? Yeah, we weren't show? sure if that was like just rapid fire yeah, they antique don't even... appraising. I think I might have enjoyed that more. <laughs> <laughs> just get on with it. Tell them yeah. if they're going to be disappointed or Bing, happy. Boom. Yeah. Don't need to know the history. Let's keep going. Keep moving. Move along. Next one. Yeah. But then uh, all the ones that they stopped to do the interview, most of them, not that interesting. No. The ones that they did the the rapid fire, those are the ones that I actually wanted to hear about. Yeah. I I would say that they got more surprising as the show went on. They definitely started with like the most boring ones. And like let up. Yeah. yeah, Because like the later ones were like super expensive. Yeah. Yeah, there was. I want to say the highest one we saw was worth forty to sixty thousand yeah. dollars. I don't even remember what the item. I was. I think it was like those jade. Uh, mm. Oh yeah, things, some jade belt buckles or belt buckle things. Yeah, yeah. They had but, some pretty wide ranges, though. Like yeah. there was some that was like, oh, this could be anywhere from five thousand to one million dollars. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's all because they're all just you know appraisals, right? It all right. depends on what it's auctioned off for. Right. I think that's um, them sort of covering their own asses to be true. to give a range. Mm-hmm. Right, there has to be an interested buyer. Yeah, yeah. you got to find the right jade belt <laughs> buckle collector. Yeah, or ideally two, so that they can you know battle each other and oh, drive two off the collectors. Price. Yes. Yeah. Oh, talk yeah. off. Yeah, I was thinking like it would be a friendship necklace, and one would have one half <laughs> oh. the buckle. You put the pieces together yeah. and they yeah. match that's, to complete the set. Mm-hmm. That would have been even crazier. Yeah. Some guy overhearing that conversation. Wait, did you say Jade Belt Buckles? I have those two. Oh my God, that oh my, crack fits I, perfectly I into your broken one. It's amazing. Yeah, we were whip, separated off at his birth. Belt. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, it fits perfectly. That's when the junk in the trunk oh, comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the episode, not that sexy. Well, there was, there was erotic, one sexy moment. <laughs> erotic was, jug. Are you referring to the boob jug? Yeah, the boob jug. And then whatever the hell was on the bottom of the boob jug. <laughs> the, yeah, I don't know what that so was. So they had this jug that was made of, I'm assuming, cement or something. I don't think it was cement. but Ohio clay? Clay, yeah. Maybe? Clay sounds right. I don't think many jugs are made out of cement. <laughs> so um, it looks like a jug. It's got a little spout. But on like the other side of where the spout is at the top, there's two. The appraiser boob, referred the to as naughty, naughty spouts. bits. Yeah, I don't. There's no way he said naughty, naughty bits. bits. Well, maybe I heard uh, that. Naughty, naughty tits. Naughty tits. <laughs> that's what it was. It was, and that's what it was. It was two additional spouts that were literally shaped like. I also tits. don't think that's correct. I think they were just, yeah, he kept saying naughty or he described it as erotic at one point. Yeah. He kept trying to like kind of dance around it without like just full on me like, 
they're they're boob shaped, right? <laughs> like <laughs> those, look, those are look. Yeah, you can see their boobs. I just wanted them to fill it up with water and pour it out of the backside and see what it looked like. It would have been very entertaining. <laughs> there was an etching on the jug that said "Old Rye Whiskey" too. Oh, so yeah. It's like a boob whiskey jug. And, and then the Second I, Amendment rights. With yeah. Other engraving. Oh yeah. Yeah. The engraving said yeah Second Amendment something, or was jug. that it? Jug. <laughs> they, they labeled the jug as jug. In case you forgot what it was. This is a jug. Yeah. Frankie, do you want to describe what was on the bottom of the... uh... (laughs) I'd be honored. (laughs) I've been waiting for somebody to ask. (laughs) I think, like, it potentially was a squat, squatting sketch. Mm -hmm. Somebody squatting. Also, could have been two people... Profile view of two people rubbing their butts up together. Yeah, it was very open-ended. Also that, very plausible. Literally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your classic butt touching etchings of the olden days it was yeah it was you saw the lower half of a torso i assume the hind side of of which and the the legs were kind of bent in a squatting position yeah and then there was a crevasse that went <laughs> upwards in the middle yeah. into uh, a very a very long uh tunnel i would say yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, why there was a split, like a giant. I mean, I can kind of. <laughs> I mean, you can kind of. You get you get what it's going for, but it was just really strange. Yeah, and then it kind of there were like branches off too. Yeah, I don't weird know. Lines. It was it was quite an interesting jug. But I think the auctioneer or the appraiser, appraiser thank yeah. you, was like, we all know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and no, we, like, but I needed an explanation. Yeah, sure. I don't think we do. That's why you're here. To tell us what it is. That, that's really the point of your job. You're and glossing you're over the, the most interesting and important details of this jug. That it has boobs on it. Yeah. And some ass thing on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that etching was. To, I don't even remember how much that was worth. I think that was actually worth a decent amount of money. It had a broken handle, though. It was worth. Yeah. A, it was like thousands of so, dollars, I think, like five to seven thousand. Yeah. Something. He said, "Yeah, I, I want to say it would have been." He mentioned that it would have been like double if it just yep. had the mm-hmm. handle. Yeah. Which, it just to, I guess, could make it complete, so it's not as right. broken. But I was like, "That's crazy!" Just a missing handle on well, a jug. Who knows what that handle would have been in the shape of? Yeah, that's true. I mean, oh boy, yeah. Given the erotic nature of this jug, correct, and could have been, uh, yeah, a number of things. <laughs> Really, only one thing in my I head, have a but yeah. idea as well. <laughs> What's your idea? A penis. Yep, yeah. Oh. I think I was kind of on the same page That's there. Not what I was thinking. Oh yeah. What did you have? <laughs> Ty Cobb uh, baseball bat. Is that what the handle would have been? A baseball bat. Yeah, that was one of them, right? A Ty yeah. Cobb baseball bat. That was worth four. No, did I write that down right? That can't be right. Four thousand, eight thousand dollars for a baseball bat. They had cork handles back in the day. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know anything about baseball, but that... That was before they put the cork on the inside. In the bat, yes. Yeah. That was cheaters. Um, then a Lenny Bruce contract, a handwritten contract for some guy to like work on a show, a yeah. comedy show. If you guys are familiar with Lenny Bruce... $5,000. Please fill us in. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's an old comedian. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. Uh, before, as... Uh, the appraisal said, like, way before uh, Dave Chappelle's raunchy comedy, or she said something like that. Yeah. Like, Lenny Bruce was there to set up these raunchier comedians or something. 
she, I don't think she like knew way she before was, though, right? Like, yeah, I, like yeah, that's way way. Why? Because there's plenty of people example. before Dave Chappelle too yeah. that were also. Yeah, I don't know. That was an interesting comparison. Um, I love that. It, the main thing <laughs> I think the staple of the show is the people's reactions. Like, I think that's why people watch the show is to guess themselves on what something is worth. Even though, like, you know, the typical layman like us have no idea what any of this should be worth. Oh, that could be a side game is, like, over under on... Do you like Price is Right? Yeah. Guessing? Yeah. Yeah, well, they they tried to keep asking the person who brought it in, like, what do you think this would be worth? And none of them guessed. They're like, yeah, well... I I want to play that game. Come on. (laughs) Well, that one guy even flat out said if he was at home watching the show, he would have guessed. But on air, being there in person, he was like, I don't know. But what if he was like, I think it's worth six figures. And they're like, no. You're an idiot. Well, I want to see that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Those are the interactions I want to see. That would make the show more interesting. They do that on Pawn Stars, I think. Yeah, probably. But isn't that rigged? Didn't we? We kind of like. I think Pawn Stars is. Or at least parts of it a little yeah. scripted. Well, at I least the interactions between the are more workers, I'm sure, are scripted. Yeah, I don't know about. The, I'm sure the p- things they brought in are real, but they're probably like sought out and not like actually coming into the store. That's but true. Still, uh, infinitely more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, there's some some dull people on the show. Uh, there was my favorite lady, however, oh, who is not God. dull at all. The crown lady, the oh, tiara, tiara lady. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have a, a clip of her. I think <laughs> that yeah. she she introduces herself in a straight off the bat. We know what kind of person she is. Yeah, let's take a listen. A fun one. <laughs> so, Miss America in 1965, and I want to be a princess. And so I get to wear one every year on my birthday. And today is my birthday! <laughs> I picked out, it's just a few, the box was so big. I picked out a few that I found a little more interesting. The one that has actually real diamonds is this one. Okay, and then they start going to the numerous tiaras That's that this birthday. lady brought in. Uh, she is currently wearing a tiara. And like a giant pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call the individual little circle things on the network necklace, but those were huge. Pearls. Pearls. Yeah, I think those are those pearls. Those pearls are very big. <laughs> They're probably not real. Yeah. Because yeah, almost out, everything she brought <laughs> yeah. was not real. She had this collection of crowns and, or, sorry, tiaras and uh, hair combs where most of them were not real. One had real diamonds, and then two of the hair combs were kind of old. That she apparently just wore around to like the store. Yeah, she said like she went grocery shopping with yeah. one or something like that. But it's her birthday. And she wants to be a princess. And she's maybe 55? It's an accurate guess, I think. Frankie? Uh, yeah. How do you feel about this? I, that, this was the my favorite part of the show. <laughs> it, was oh. her. it wasn't the old man with giant eyebrows? Oh, he was sweet. He was? Yeah, I liked him. He was kind of blown away by everything. He was just like little jaw dropping. Yeah, well, you he, couldn't he help had but a, love him. He yeah. had a he brought in a painting, and a, almost one of the first things the appraiser says about this painting is, "Oh, this is actually a Rembrandt uh, etching." And immediately, this guy's eyebrows dart upwards, and his eyes widen, and you can just see the money signs in his eyes. And yeah, he's he knows it's gonna be worse some money he was silent throughout the entire thing because i think he was just like all right guy just get to the price like tell me how much is worth i get it yeah. there's some history behind it blah 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 what are we talking money wise 
Do you think that's like, do you think a lot of people actually care about the story behind it? Or they're just waiting for that, those dollar figures? They might care a little bit just so they can brag to others to tell yeah. them the story. Yeah, and especially with some of these that are like family heirlooms they had around yeah. the house. I'm sure it's kind of interesting to them to be like, oh, all of that history was sitting in my house the whole time. Mm-hmm. Or especially if people like give them shit for it. Like, why are you keeping around that junk? And they're like, ha it's not junk. It's, it's worth junk in my trunk. $200. Six. <laughs> yeah, I don't, because I, I, everyone I feel like has random old stuff. Oh, yeah. Lying around from family and things like that. I, I get why people go, the curiosity. Yeah. See if they can get some some quick money off old things. So the segue is not great, but... Um, Never is. <laughs> Did that help? Yes. So one time when I was young, we were in Iowa and my mom... We, like, we were sitting at a hotel and we like turned on the TV and antiques roadshow like what popped up because you know it's like first shot on the tv and my mom came in the room and she was like i know that voice and it was my brother's dentist was the appraiser oh huh yeah so as a hobby he like appraised german beer steins wow your dentist also just knows everything there is to know about german beer steins teeth and german beer steins wow yeah what an interesting combination (laughs) How do you get into that? I got to assume you have to like, because most of the appraisers are, you know, not young people, but that's, I have to assume because you spend so much time reading about them to know what you're talking about. Well, and I think they pull some of those appraisers from like, like wherever they're. The local museum or history. Like local experts, I guess, to the area. So if there's like an auction house in the area, then. That's true. Yeah, one guy, like, I think, it, was it that jug? I think it was that jug that was from Ohio, and the appraiser was from also, also yeah, from Ohio. I think that's right. Some from yeah. some tiny town there. I would imagine when they go to the towns, they say, like, we'll have an expert here for this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. So then people bring those items to get appraised by that expert, I would assume. Okay. Do you think there's, yeah, like, celebrity appraisers because they know about, like, cool things, not about boob jugs? Oh, like baseball cards or something, I imagine, are a pretty big one, right? Or are you just going to the pawn stores for that? I would imagine I there's no <laughs> a better market than a pawn shop yeah. for a baseball card. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, that's like people appraising something cooler than yeah. random old stuff. So I very briefly Googled Antiques Roadshow, and the like second thing that came up was um, some Fraud on Antiques Roadshow. Fraud? Kind of. Oh. So In what like, way? I'll tell you. So they, there's these two guys that were, that were, they had like their own um, antique shop or whatever in, by the local area that they were in. So they were brought in to the show to act as experts. Mm-hmm. And then they told this family, maybe outside of the show, that... You know, they were on the show and they're experts and they should sell all their Civil War family memorabilia to the this Civil War museum that they work for. Mm-hmm. It was worth like $88,000. So they gave them $88,000 for it. But the guys didn't actually work for the museum. So then they just like stole the stuff and then turned around and sold it to the museum for like 10 times. Oh. So they like lied to them. 
to be like how do you not, not do like background checks or something yeah well so well the family sued him or whatever and got their money back and then antiques roadshow cut all ties <sighs> yeah Ooh. to the museum oh, oh uh, no to the guys to the their the people who did the front. oh yeah yeah gotcha and i think they were they went to jail yeah, I would hope didn't so. Didn't get that yeah. far. They were cute. I only read the accusation. I didn't read the sentencing, but... Dang. It's a lot of money. So they they worked at the local appraiser, and but they just actually didn't know what they were talking about? No, they did. They were like f- f- trying to trick these people to make money. Because then they I mean, bought it for... Telling them a lower amount? So that's yeah. how they and then, knew how much oh, it was actually Oh, gotcha. Worth. And then they turned around and sold it for 10 times. That. Gotcha. So they made like $800,000. They just saw an opportunity and yeah. took it. Oh, is this some like small town, middle of nowhere America or like a main city? Not sure. I'm going to guess small town. A lot of the cities they stopped by seemed boring. <laughs> it, I mean, they weren't, it, you know, they're not going to go to like New York, New York or something like that. Or I'm sure they have. I'm sure you, you think so. Sorry, Sorry. Oh, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years of episodes. I think they made they their probably stopped by the major cities. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they must have came to Chicago, right? Yeah, my if, dentist, if the dentist was, was there. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. That's a, that's incredible. How do you how do you then go from researching that stuff too to like making it to the big leagues of being on the show? Do you apply to that, or do you think they have to reach out to like where there's like message boards and there's this community that I'm not aware of of like all these antiquer experts? Write in and let us know <laughs> at overtalkingpod at gmail dot com. That's I I just don't get that. Like what? What makes you so interested that you put in? That's it's got to be. It's, it's either a hobby. Your, yeah, I mean, if you, if you like super like, dedicated to one thing, I mean, then you probably just have become knowledgeable enough to to do that. That sounds. That seems like an intense hobby. It's got to be like a part time job's worth. What's a, your hobby, CJ? Hobby? No, a number of things. <laughs> uh, but see, these people have one thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They just focus on, I have to know about German beer steins. Yeah. Or, or they're just super big history buffs. And yeah. so that, that helps them become more knowledgeable with a wide variety. Of See, things. that's what I would think. That's why, I don't know. Like, it, that makes sense if they already know a lot about history or something like that. Like, if some of these are professors or, I don't know. But from a dentist to, like, German beer stein expert, mm-hmm. that's quite a, a leap, in my opinion. Which no, he, is worth nothing. He praises those pearly whites every day. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. That's I guess yeah. Maybe he's just bored. Do dentists work a lot? I don't know. I think full time job. I think they work pretty often. Yeah. I. That's just I don't know. That's odd to me. What What would you guys get into if you had to pick one to be super expert antique about? All right. <laughs> I can't think of it. I mean, can you think of what you would do? No. Yeah. No so idea. It's, it's, that's not easy. I think it takes a certain type of person who has a very specific type of hobby. Yeah. Um, like people that collect uh, uh, stamps and things like that. Yeah. Or coins. Yeah. Something that you you actively collect and therefore read about. have been looking for and know for, like, how much you would need to yeah. buy the next thing in your collection or whatever. and. Yeah, I guess first you got to be into collecting something, and then it goes from there. Probably. And I don't. I don't really collect anything. Nope. Besides the normal stuff that is just buying. Video games, comic books. Yeah. Things like that. Not really collecting them. Comic books, actually. I got into collecting like older horror comics recently. Yeah. Um, like ones that are like based on horror movies. So like I have every single Friday 13th 
comic book? single issue of uh, any comic book that had Jason in it. So that's something I know a little bit about, I guess, that I could maybe appraise, and they're it, all not that expensive. But uh, Is it just one book per movie? No, they had... So, no, I mean, they're, they're like spinoffs, right? They're, they're their own stories that just happen to have Jason in them. Or one's like a prequel story that tells kind of the story of Jason's mom. And are they just one-offs, or it is like a series? Like yeah, issue series. 14, where the story continues? They don't go and... that long. I think the max is like six, but... Oh, okay. Um, I mean, they're, they are like series, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything like that, I don't think. Frankie, collecting anything? I don't think so. Yeah. Good talk. Well, you know what that means. It's time for... Hey, did you do know that? And the You're first super prepared. question is, Frankie, are you ready? Yes. The Antiques Roadshow is not the original series. This is a series that's based on another series from a different country. What country is the original series from? The UK. CJ? Oh, that's a good guess. Uh, the UK, I don't believe, is it a country. Okay, well. <laughs> what? <laughs> England. Uh, actually, Frankie's correct. That's not a country. It says the UK TV series. So. <laughs> Go ahead and Google the country actually, of the United Brit- Kingdom. It says British. Yeah, which is from what country? The UK. England, I was right. Okay. Um, How many seasons of the U.S. TV series have there been to date? We watched the 20th, the best of the 20th season, which blows my mind that there's been that many. Uh, 30. I'm going to say 20 because I think Junk in the Trunk 6 was a recent Recent thing? Yeah. Okay. I'm probably way off. Okay. Frankie is closest without going over because it's nice. 21. 21. Uh, they, they just this year had a, the 21st season. So. Oh. The other oh. one was pretty recent, yeah. That's insane. They're like catching up with The Simpsons. Number of seasons. Well. The audience is the same, I think, between the two shows. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap between <laughs> Simpsons fans and Antigrocho. Yeah. I can see that. Next question. Okay, the uh, UK Antiques Roadshow, uh, instead of seasons, they call them series. So how many series have there been of the original Antiques Roadshow? I feel like I'm very much stereotyping that because it's such an old country that there's been uh, a lot of antiques. Providence? (laughs) I don't think that's right. (laughs) No, I don't think so either. Uh, 25. Frankie. Are they still on today? That's cheating. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 30. No, we switched. And the correct answer goes to... Nope, that's too many. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Okay, anyway. Uh, Frankie. Yes! I'm killing this. That's not, that's not the right answer, oh. but it's the closest. Uh, there's 40 seasons. <laughs> Jesus. It started in 1977. Um, and it's just been going on, and I think it's still on the air. 40. Wow. Yeah. Can we quickly talk about how Mark Wahlberg is the host? Yeah, but not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> but I like that he calls himself that, like probably trying to push his name. In the credits, he's credited as Mark L. Wahlberg. Yeah. No H. Yeah. But spelled differently, Wahlberg. 
Yeah, so that actually leads me to my next question. Uh, how many hosts of the U.S. version have there been? Five. Yeah, I want 20 seasons. That seems like a pretty easy gig. I'm going to go with like three. They probably last a while. Okay, well, if we're doing prices right rules, CJ wins. That's right. It's four. Damn it. <laughs> we're tied up. I don't, I don't think we are. I the think original got... host was uh, Chris Jussel. Yeah, oh yeah. Followed by Dan Eli. Yep. And then Laura Spencer, and finally Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. If only. If only the real Mark Wahlberg. What a different show that would have been. How you doing? You doing good? How much do you think this uh, necklace is worth for, huh? <laughs> oh, you got it from your mother? Oh, say, say hello to your mother for me. Okay. It sounds threatening. <laughs> he's very in your face. <laughs> like he's about to snatch the he's, necklace. He's and right run. up against your face, just saying these things and like, looking you dead in the eye. Reaching over the counter and grabbing you by the shirt. Where'd you get that necklace from? <laughs> That's a really nice belt buckle you got. <laughs> Give it to me. What? Yeah, that, I don't think that would be quite a different show. That's not the host, though. That means Mark Wahlberg is an appraiser. Oh, man, I would watch <laughs> that show. Just not knowing anything. Like, to date Mark Wahlberg. This what, current Mark Wahlberg. What did the host do on this show, anyway? He, yeah, he, was, I was just thinking that. Did he, he like, introduce the beginning. He's not a host. It. He's just the narrator. He's the yeah. voiceover guy. It's not like we cut into like some guy with a microphone on the floor being like, and let's check out what's going on over here with Betty. No, nothing. Like it's just a narrator. Almost the entire show, he doesn't even narrate anything. Yeah. And then they, he doesn't even say like the price. Like, oh, what a surprise that was. It's actually worth whatever. They just play this little like uh, fairy twinkle <laughs> sound effects. Yeah, it's a little surprising they don't interview the people after like to be like, so what do you think? Like, yeah. you know, after like yeah, people's like, court when they come out, they're yeah. like, how, did, how is the verdict? Was that as much as you expected? Yeah, like, are you going to sell it? Yeah. yeah. Are you happy? They, yeah, they did do the ending credits. What they call it? Like feedback? Feedback. Yeah. Feedback. Even though it wasn't feedback, it was just people talking about their experience. Well, that leads me to my next uh, question. Uh... Uh, how many spinoffs of the U.S. version of Antiques Roadshow have there been? There's spinoffs of this? <laughs> the fact that there's one is amazing. I was also thinking, like, there's got to be only one. <laughs> I'm going to go with two. Frankie? One. <laughs> Frankie's right. There's, there's one. <laughs> I figured if you were asking the question, there'd be more than one. It's called Antiques Roadshow FYI, a half-hour program that followed the fate of items appraised in the main series and provided additional details on antiques and collecting. So it's like the equivalent of like the Talking Dead, where it's like they follow the post episode. Yeah, I would think it'd be God, closer to like more House Hunters follow first. up or whatever. Yeah, how is that any more entertaining? <laughs> I don't know. And it ended up here. Where is it now? <laughs> same same place. They didn't sell it. Still <laughs> junk in their trunks. Yeah. Still on a shelf in their basement <laughs> until I mean, they die and they pass it down to their kids. I guess if they showed like the auction, I, that'd be kind of exciting. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to an auction before? I went no. to my first one last year. How, How was it? What were some of the items? It was all alcohol. So it was all oh. like oh. wine and... Was it drink or alcohol or was it just like... Yeah. Super duper old. Uh, well, some of it was super duper old. So they had really old Doesn't bourbon mean it's not and stuff, right? and like Actually. really old wines. Yeah, yeah. So it was like totally meant for maybe drinking consumption. I think or collectibles or collecting maybe. But it was a wine. It wasn't more. just wine. You said bourbon and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. That's what we have. Uh, but it was like rare alcohol, I guess. Like only made for a couple of years or just like there aren't many bottles floating around anymore because they're so old. Both. Did you bid on anything? No, they were very expensive. Like what? 
was the price range you remember? I don't know. I mean, like thousands. tens of thousands oh, really? of dollars. For like a, but oh, some of them nothing. came in like, like were sold like six to a lot or whatever. Oh, you know, like six of them. So it wasn't item. single items. Like it oh. could be like six bottles of wine. Was there any seller whose name was Salem? I don't get this joke. Because then it would be Salem's lot. Stephen King book. Never mind. Movie also. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. It was just it was just Halloween. I have uh, some of my grandpa's old like uh, whiskey. Where on the bottle it says it's ten years old, but knowing how long it's been there, it's really like forty or fifty years old. Huh. And we didn't even bother looking how much that's worth. I just popped it open and tried some. Oh yeah, and it was super good. <laughs> Very tasty. It was back when it still had the this like ribbon over the. The cap. Some of them even say the year. Like one definitely was like 1960 something. There's some appraiser who's going nuts at home listening <laughs> yeah. to this right now. He's like, oh my God, you cracked that open? We have a lot of appraiser fans out there. Yeah. That listen to the show. You mixed it with like tab cola. <laughs> <laughs> Did not mix it with anything, Frankie. I'll tell you. Mix it with ice cubes. You mix it with UV blue. <laughs> a totally different alcohol. Yeah. That's how messed up it was. It's like mixing like gin and vodka or some weird thing like that. There's some alcohol fan is going nuts out there right now. Malibu. Do we talk about that story already? Is that Malibu 151 rum? Is that different? Oh, yeah, we did talk about that. And we're not going to. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What what made you go to that auction? Oh. um, You wanted to buy some wine? No. My boyfriend's dad had put stuff... For sale. On oh, the, he was selling yeah. stuff? Oh, wow. So we just got free tickets. So we like went. It was at a very what nice was, restaurant. What was he selling? Bourbon. Okay. I believe. How much did his stuff go for? We didn't see his lot get sold. Oh. Oh. But there weren't a ton of people in, the, like, it was a live auction. But then a lot of people, they were also casting it online. So oh. most of the people were bidding online. Oh, that's cool. But it was like at a really nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. Which is like wildfires and we went. Yeah, like the real nice Applebee's down the street. Yep, yeah. I've been there. It's a good place. They got good happy hour deals. Yeah. So you didn't buy anything? No. No nope. No $3,000 bottle of bourbon? No. Yeah. That's a shame. I think we're... T- oh, no, Frankie's winning. Do we have any other more questions? That's I think it. that's it. <laughs> Did you end it just because I said Frankie's winning? I don't think there's very many fun facts out there. About it, no. Not going to dig into the like yeah. most expensive item or anything. I Who is the audience out. for this show? This is yeah. Like, so you know, we, we threw out a, a few ideas like you know, retired people, um, unemployed people, the hospital waiting room, all of the people that were bringing items on the or that made it on the air at least i should say we're definitely not the younger of folk there was one mm. young girl on there yeah the oh silver yeah picture, in the, and she was like the genuinely excited person yeah that actually had some emotion yeah was that the one with the i think we have a clip of her that we can play the one person that actually like was excited and yes. didn't just say wow <laughs> there's so many people that have the same reaction that are just like interesting it's like yeah. dude he just told you some junk you had was worth like two thousand dollars and they just go very nice you want to play the non-interesting clip what about yeah. <laughs> why don't we play the one about that lady who turned to the yes. camera yes that, yeah that was the one i was thinking okay, of. okay. Yeah, yeah i find very appealing i think it would probably worth somewhere between eight hundred and twelve hundred dollars champion <laughs> 
Yeah, looks directly into the camera and says, champion. And then that was it. And that, was, they, that was the end of they it. They cut away. No explanation of what that meant. Why that word was said at all. Was just so or whether that was weird. a good thing or a bad thing. She just turns something. It, it was such a strange item, too. Like, it was this rocking chair that had, like, an old granny's face carved Etched into it. into the back of it, yeah. And the two, like... Like the granny from Cat Dog. Like, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. What a reference. Yeah. I knew it was a familiar face. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was, uh, yeah, and the, the two ends of the, the rocking chair at the top were uh, cobs of corn. Oh, yeah, corn cobs. Also known as corn cobs. Yeah, I said it right. Ears and, uh, of corn, I believe. Or that. But yeah, quite an interesting piece to bring in. Not sure what she was expecting or whether she got it and that was what she was expecting or what. It's just quite, quite a reaction. Yeah. Champion. <laughs> you think Champion. They have to tell them beforehand, too, like, don't look in the camera, by the way. Yeah. Be cool. Be yeah. cool, lady. <laughs> Be cool, lady. Hey, lady, chill out. Stop screaming, champion. What are you saying? Yeah, but they like. I'm surprised they left that in too. Maybe because it was such a weird piece. But I would imagine, like, usually if people keep looking at the camera, they're like, "Okay, we can't use this." Yeah. Or maybe they don't care, and that's the production value of the show. I don't know. This was our first time watching it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what that dead air means. It's time for ratings. Ratings. So, Frankie, having seen it for the first time, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate Antiques Roadshow as a show for you? A 1. Okay. <laughs> That's it. All right. No discussion. <laughs> you want to elaborate on that at all? Why a 1? I would just probably not watch it again. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and- that's fair. What could what just to you know give the listeners a, a feel for your taste in shows? What would be another like one or two rating in your opinion? Ooh, another awful show. Commercials would be a one. <laughs> would you rather watch certain commercials <laughs> over this show? I mean, that's kind of what these things are, right? It's just kind mini of appra- commercials. They even tell you a price at the end of it. It's <laughs> true. It's like watching the Home Shopping Network. Yeah. Only way less enthusiastic of people. Yeah. So, Frankie, what would be a 10 for you? Okay, what what would be the next <laughs> thing we would do next time we bring you on? Um, well, I really like comedies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which are hard to talk about, I would imagine, for this show, because... To explain the bits and things yeah, like, like that? Yeah, like, you, oh. you can't you deliver... Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. The one comedy we've done... Was one of our first ones, Sirens. And oh God, that wasn't very good. That was not good. <laughs> Currently, I'm very into Mind Hunter. Oh, I still yeah. haven't watched that. I hear it's amazing. How far into it are you? Oh, like five episodes in. Yeah, the super- acting can, it was kind of painful to get through. Really, the first mm-hmm. episode, but now, now I'm there. Like I'm, I'm in fully it. dedicated. I'm in it. Would yeah. recommend it to anyone. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's about like serial killers, so that's like so right you, up my alley. Yeah, being one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very relatable. Yeah. Ken, what about you? Uh, this is a two. This is the one. 
this this was you I tried to give it <laughs> yeah i was trying to think of like i was like okay you know it wasn't horrible and i was thinking when what, would you watch this again what and were it was never redeeming qualities none it did not have any there was a couple of moments where i laughed out loud because it was we'll so remember ridiculous. this time fine fondly yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll look on this years from now champion champion <laughs> yep new catchphrase we got for the show cj what would you rate this champion um that sounds like a 10 on a scale of one I, champion we don't know i don't know if that's good or not she, she doesn't elaborate at all that's all we get and they cut away from her that's it champion champion she was kind of smiling i think so maybe it's a good thing yeah what was the one that it was like the picture was labeled the winner with an arrow and yeah. then they were like well, this, if you didn't know, was the winner. Yeah, it turned out, yeah. she uh, uh, A woman brought in a bunch of stuff from her grandfather that was like racing cars, but these are, you know, cars in the 19-teens or something. So like the first cars that he was a racer. And yeah, it's like, your grandpa won that race. And the big, it zooms in on the picture, clearly labeled. And someone wrote on The there, winner the with winner. an arrow pointed at his face. Oh, thanks, lady. Uh, yeah, a one. I, I honestly, hey, I think I wow. can think of better it's commercials. The first unanimously one. <laughs> I think there, yeah, are more entertaining commercials than that show. Yeah, just not for me. I do feel like the show has the like capability to be something good if they just take out small one second clips, like Champion, and then just like make it all into like. <laughs> A funny YouTube video. Or CJ, you had an idea of what would show. be entertaining too. Right? I, yeah, I just, we didn't watch, so we chose like a best, it was supposed to, or no, was it a best of? Or no, it was just Junk in the Trunk 6. It was just Junk, Junk in the, the Trunk, trunk yeah. 6. Yeah, that classic series. Um, Don't Google that. <laughs> Safe I, search off. That's what I was so hoping is that I wanted to see people that brought it in. They were like, this has been passed down for generations. Like, oh no, that was like widely manufactured. It's worth $10 about nowadays. And it's like a family heirloom or something that they bought at some auction for a couple hundred. And it's like, no, I just looked that up on Amazon and you can get it for $20 and prime shipping too. Or someone has like a necklace and they're like, oh, it's really crazy. And then she like pulls out from under her shirt. She's wearing the same necklace. She's like, yeah, I bought this at TJ Maxx. <laughs> yeah, I have that too. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been at least more entertaining, as mean as that is, but just to see the people's reactions of like... The disappointment. Oh, darn. I drove all this way to wherever. Spokane, Washington. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Middle of nowhere, America, only for you to tell me that it's worth nothing. Yeah. No. Yeah, one. Definitely. Okay. One all around. Well, on that note, Frankie, thank you for coming and choosing the show. <laughs> for putting us through that for this horrible bonding experience. You're welcome. We'll be right back. And we're back on the Over Talking Podcast. Uh, what a roller coaster that was. Yeah. You know, I know we're about to get into all the contact information, but I think I have a new idea uh, that might spur people to start sending in more uh, emails or, or phone calls. Oh. If you have a fun item that you want me and CJ to appraise for you. <laughs> Uh, please let us know. Send in a picture and an email or Video. just describe it over the phone to us. And yeah. we'll, we'll let you know what we think about it, what we may have found online about Hold the it. item up to the phone. Yeah, just let the item speak to us. And we'll, we'll speak back at you in the next episode. And we'll give you a price. Yeah, that'll be fun. And you can do that by contacting us at overtalkingpod at gmail.com or by calling us at upabc81591. 
That one's a good one. That one's okay. Yeah, that's there's, perfect. There's so many numbers. Yeah, so at least there's we like, gotta, a, like letters that people can easily remember. Yeah, up ABC 81591. That's 872-228-8191. Or hit us up on all the things. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook Twitter. Your Twitter. Instagram. Your Instagram. At Overtalking Pot. At Overtalking Pot. Yeah. And um, they're back. The Overtalking Ooh. Overlords. Oh, no. Yeah, These guys. Yeah, they're, they're <sighs> going at me, and that means that I need to remind you guys to go on iTunes. Click those stars. Click the stars. Give us a five-star uh, rating, and please review, which is what helps people find this podcast. And we actually have a new review uh, this week from uh, Gulo's Pizza Paddle, uh, which is... Uh, Pizza place that was near us when we grew up. It's so. no longer there. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, and this one gave us a five-star review that said, a great podcast with two great dudes. Hashtag month of Meg. Really enjoyed that uh, previous episode. Of yeah. Meg, I, I think guess, this, Meg. the same guy uh, wrote this on our uh, Instagram page, too. And oh, yeah. I was, very, I was a big fan of the Meg episode. Hashtag month of Meg. Yeah. Thank you, Gulo's Pizza Battle. And as we always say, champion. That's it. <laughs> this episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest, Frankie. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. And as we always say, erotic, erotic jug, jug spout. <laughs> And as we always say, champion. And as we always say, champion. And as we always say, champion. champion. <laughs>